Yo, as long as it is Jaren and Emmy back, we are but not back. We're not back. This is the first episode of the Offbeat Podcast. So we're going to kind of do a little bit of an introduction, kind of like introduce you guys to kind of what Offbeat is, who we are, the kind of people behind it, and then kind of go from there. So I'll, we'll, we'll start with you, Emmy, since I kind of kicked off the pod. What let's let's go. What should we do? Offbeat first or, or uh, introduction of, of the two of us? Um, I'll, I'll introduce myself. Okay. Um, my name is Emmy. Uh, I go by Cooked Rice as my as my Twitch name. Um, I'm currently trying to find a way to stream music production. So once we get that up and running, that's going to be my thing. Oh yeah. Um, I'm joined with my co co owner, <laughs> Jaren. Fucking go. My, yeah. My other part. Yeah. I have uh, my name is just Jaren on Twitch because I'm a fucking loser who's so unoriginal, and I just picked the yeah. same name. No, I actually like my name because I was like, my name is unique. Like it's not really like people don't really have that name. Yeah, so I've never. I don't know it. any other Jarens. Exactly. So. That's why I was like, I could just keep it as my first name, and like people will. That'll be a good thing. Remember, yeah. Uh, starting this with Emmy, um, and you know, I've been a streamer, COD player for a while. Um, currently GCU COD uh, at Grand Canyon. So we're kind of like, holy shit, voice crack. Uh, working on that stuff, but we'll kind of introduce offbeat here a little bit. So a couple weeks, like, what do you say? Like probably a month ago, you like, yeah, called about, me. about a yeah, month ago, Emmy called me and he was like, I have the greatest idea ever. And I was like, let me hear it dog. And he said, we were starting a stream team. Um, and we'll kind of just start off as two different streamers, but with kind of two different, like vibes essentially, or like two different yeah. kind of ways of going about it. Um, and kind of being different in that way, but kind of, you know, coercing into being one unit and we can do other stuff with it right like we'll talk a little bit later about we're going to have a cod team we're going to do a bunch of other other awesome stuff but since emmy was kind of the one to introduce it, i'm going to kind of let him talk about what his idea was behind it because he's the one who came up with it so i'll kind of let emmy take the ball with that one kind of introduce yeah. it as so offbeat um was a really cool idea that i brought up as a solo project originally Mm -hmm. um i brought it up to my community college i go to paradise valley community college shout out with Pumas. for real shout out let's go I brought it up with my um with my my teachers and my professors at paradise valley and um i brought it in as a solo project and i kind of outlined it in the sense of you know i want to start here and i want to end here right mm -hmm. and so the feedback that i got is hey listen if you really want to make this as big as possible you gotta you have to have a team behind you right mm -hmm. So, you know, I was thinking of, you know, people to bring in. And the first person that came to mind was Jaren. Let's go. Um, I met Jaren um, my sophomore year of college. Um, we met each other in a class. Um, and it's funny because we were both in the esports program at Paradise Valley. Mm -hmm. And we just didn't know each other. Like, you know, I'd, I'd hop on the Call of Duty stream and watch them play. But I had no idea, like, who this guy was or what he even looked like, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when we had a class together, I kind of like when I heard the name Jaren, I was like, oh, I know that guy. Right. Yeah. So that semester was kind of like the kickoff. That semester of like, was so fun, bro. Yeah. It was like the start <laughs> so of our friendship, you know? Yeah. yeah and I'd say ever fun. since then, we've been pretty damn close. Right? Yeah. We've been um, super close. Yeah. I remember the first time that I ever like even knew who Emmy was. We were playing grand finals of the first, the first championship I ever won for PV for cod and emmy was in my channel i was like who the hell is that but then i was like oh that's the elite i was like that's the elite captain i was like hell yeah and yeah he was in my chat rooting me on um but yeah 
it's been pretty pretty fun since then like we've done a lot with pv for like esports stuff we've helped run events and do a lot of other things we're pretty well versed in like the esports gaming kind of streaming culture and stuff like that yeah and so when emmy brought to me this idea i was like let's fucking do it like let's run with this like that sounds like a great idea i was super you know hyped up that he he brought me on to it so and and being the first person he called i felt very honored so we're kind of ready to kick this stuff off so yeah, a lot of um, I I'd say a lot of the beginning was just a lot of planning. Um, we have a COD Rec team which are doing really amazing at the moment. Uh, they're destroying in scrims. They're frying. playing their. I love watching them play. But um, my father has a has a company moddedtees.com. Check it out; it's pretty fucking sick. Yes, sir. Anyway, um, you know, I tasked him with the with uh, creating jerseys for us, and uh, we ended up getting it done. And they look amazing. I have one right here. I'll go. I'll yeah, get it. I right. don't. I don't have mine. I'll talk about it a little bit. Go get yours. So yeah, yeah go for when so when we were starting about you know talking about a COD team and kind of what other things would look like, I've kind of had a team of guys that we were going to play in the COD Rec League and I was like, well, what if we sponsor by Offbeat? And obviously, I knew Emmy's daddy's always talked about how he kind of makes shirts and does you know like custom printing and things. So I was like, well, you should have your dad make jerseys for us, you know, for like our team to to kind of rep. I wish I had mine now, but I left it in my dorm. But so I don't have it right now. So these are what it, oh, it's blurring into the background. There we go. Yeah, so they kind of look like that. Yeah, so obviously the lettering, the offbeat, the words, you know, it's like part of the logo. So we gotta yeah. we gotta run that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea behind this um, EKG line, uh, if you guys don't know, it's like a like a heartbeat monitor, right? Yeah. The idea behind this was kind of like, okay, so we're called offbeat, right? And we're both musicians, and like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we're different people, and we do different things, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the idea with the name. Um, and the line kind of just solidifies that in the sense yeah. of like G lines are random, right? Yeah. So you got the flag. I, I, Wait, I never let, let me see the name on. Yeah, I've never seen your name on the back. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, so all of ours have our names on them. Um, and like our gamer tags and stuff, and they look sick. I wear mine when we scrim. I'm like, we're not even playing a real match, and I was like, throw mine on. Like, we're even scrimming just for practice, and I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing the jersey. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's so tight. And it's great product, bro. That thing is yeah, nice. So Your dad we, did we a great plan, work. We are planning on opening a merch shop once we like start to get further into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna be selling those jerseys. Um, like we're gonna be able, to, we're gonna customize them. Like you can do whatever you want with them. It's gonna be super cool. Um, but at the moment, like as we're getting started with this, we kind of just want to get the ball rolling. So we're gonna like not worry about any of the business aspects of it. Kind of just focus on creating content and getting it out there. Yeah. So content is king right now. It's kind of what we're focusing on. Like I have my kind of obligations to play for Grand Canyon for COD and do offbeat COD stuff. And then I'm also doing, you know, streaming and all that. And so we're kind of setting up that. And hopefully we're as we go along, we're going to keep growing and growing and doing other cool stuff. We have a lot of ideas already in the works for cool stuff that we're going to do. Uh, so, yeah, we're super excited to get that kind of started. Yeah, and kind of like the goal is just, you know, to put entertaining content out there, right? And kind of just combine our two fields because we live in very different worlds. Mm Kind of mesh them together and make something fun out of it, right? Yeah, should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. But yeah, I think that's a pretty solid intro. I'll kind of go more into like 
what we're also doing right now in terms of offbeat, maybe some stuff we're going to see in the streams. So my man right here, Emmy, he is the coach, official coach for the PVCC League of Legends team. He was a player on the team for what, two or three seasons? Three seasons? Two seasons. Yeah. Two seasons. Yeah. So, and now he's coaching. So, and he, he called upon me to help him out a little bit. How's coaching going so far, Emmy? Yeah. So, um, it's really a great opportunity, especially like being so young. I never thought I would have the opportunity to be like a head coach of an organization, like a Mm -hmm. legit organization. Right. Um, currently we play in the MCL league, which is the Maricopa County County league. Mm -hmm. And, um, at the moment we are playing against only three other teams, but a couple of those teams are, it's us plus three. Oh yeah. So there's just four of us. Um, But there are like it's comp it's like competitive. It's really competitive. Super competitive. Yeah, and it's pushing me to kind of see things differently. Um, especially being a coach, like I just have to I have to kind of know every side of the game. Um, but yeah, you know, like being a coach is it's just like nurturing players and I love the feeling of being able to see like players grow. Mm -hmm. I think like that's definitely more my style than playing, Mm -hmm. you know. I think I get more satisfaction out of like watching players grow rather than playing yeah. myself. Yeah, that's something I felt too, like being a captain for a long time, like of esports, of a bunch of different esports teams. It's like watching your teammates grow, especially, is like the best feeling. Like, especially like when they conquer something that's kind of been hard for them to do for a long time. That's my favorite. Like, I remember like one of my teammates at PV, Hunter, like, like fantastic player one of my best friends i've ever met through like competing and everything and like we you know we had four seasons together we went three for four so you know pretty successful but like one thing about hunter was sometimes when we played the big games like against we kind of it was always us and another team at chandler um and as always kind of the top two playing each other for for the chip every every season so he he would always tend to struggle a little bit during those games and i think you know we really worked on kind of how we're going to play and we, and like growing as, you know, playing really good players. And then we played finals on land and it's the best call of duty I've ever seen Hunter play against a big team like that. And I just remember being so fucking proud of him. Like, yes, like we pulled it together right for right at the end. And it was great, man. It's like genuinely one of the best feelings ever is like watching your teammates or, you know, your players, if you're a coach, right. For, for your sake, like grow and get better. And like, and then the feeling of obviously winning or like, you know, getting that is feels yeah, like getting better. to the end goal. Yeah. yeah getting yeah, to the right. end goal is the best. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've even for me, Emmy. if I don't get, if I don't yeah. get to that end point, I'll be happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. But, that's um, like, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. Like you mentioned, like you won three out of four. And mm-hmm. I know, like those three were in a row, which is oh, insane. Shit. Gas me you up. Wanna, Gas yeah. me up. You want to talk about like how you kind of how you think you made it to that point with your teammates and like how you kind of nurtured them into a culture that created three championship wins in a row? Yeah, I mean, I've always been like super passionate as a player, and like Emmy has. <laughs> gotten been fortunate or unfortunate enough to see me play in person a couple times so you know that passion definitely kind of flows out and it kind of is just i don't know it's something about me that like competing especially in esports and call of duty i've been playing for so long it's just like my favorite thing in the world and so kind of when i got to pv um 
I didn't really know they had an esports program. And once I found out, and once I found out they had Call of Duty, I was like, oh man, I'm like, let me take over. I told Ryan, I was like, let me take over. I will build you a program. Like, I promise you. Like, give me three other players that are like down to grind and we'll get there. And yeah, so Hunter was like my first ever teammate. Like, we played 2v2 gunfight the first season that we played together, me and him. And that was like a disaster. But it was fun nonetheless. Kind of was a good introduction. And then going forward, we had uh, Faces Creator. Shout out to him. He's like the GOAT. Uh, my hard carry for life uh and like and we kind of and we had mark we had uh Azzy as kind of our our core group of players and one thing that's really important to me is kind of structure of like practice structure game structure how we go about everything we do is intentional and that's something that i'm really focused on when i'm kind of that's something i'm working on with our guys at offbeat right now you know we have we're have my one of my best friends for a really long time bryce is that's on the team so he kind of knows how i operate in that sense and then we have two new guys connor and tyler who you know are still kind of new to competitive call of duty in that sense so kind of instilling that into them has been has been fun as well but back to the pv team kind of yeah just super structured like we do everything to kind of win and stay on top and do everything to kind of put ourselves ahead whether it's you know being on early so that we can warm up and then having the best practice we can staying on late after practice being on time is one thing like being punctual for me is like the big one of the biggest probably top three things for me is like you need to be on time stay the whole time like get better with your teammates and that's one thing i think we did an awesome job especially like you know one of the things that I talked to Mark about all the time was that, you know, we obviously had Chandler Gilbert as kind of our main kind of rivals. And they always, they would always beat us in the regular season. Every time. I don't think I ever beat them in regular season once. And, and one thing that we really focus on in the, in the first championship that we won, it was what fall 2022, I want to say fall 2022 um, was like, we would get on every day for three hours almost i mean everything was tuesday thursdays and fridays we had games we would get on even before we had our games and we would practice for probably three four hours and we started off the season we lost 3-0 to chandler gilbert when we played them the first time in the regular season then we lost again i think 3-1 or something like that but it was a lot closer kind of seeing that growth kind of i think struck like the belief in our team that we could actually do this and then finals time came around we made it to the grand finals we went in a 3-1 and we had an insane map to moscow or like I had this insane four piece, like down four or five that was like, don't watch the clip back. I'm going to get canceled. I was screaming so loud. We won that map round 11, like, and it kind of really like flipped the tide. And then from there, we were just, we just exuded confidence the whole time. Like we knew we were them. But one thing that I like find really disturbing in a team, and I know I'm ranting, so I'll be done in a second. But one thing I find really like, uh, that really bothers me about top you know, to your professional esports players is complacency. And so that's one thing where like, I kind of watch other teams and, and not really so much anymore with the, with the kind of COD league, but like you watch teams of the past that get really complacent when they win, don't try as hard. They kind of, you know, like we've done it. We're at the top. People have to chase us. So there's no point in us going really hard. And I think that's like the dumbest thing ever. So one thing that I kind of instilled, especially after we won the first time was like, we are not going to stop grinding the way that we did but in the past. We're going to stay ahead of the curve and not like let teams catch up to us. And so like we that's exactly what we did. Like we had we lost an insane heartbreaker game 5. I'm sure I'll explain that story one day on the podcast in the regular season at Chandler. Then we show up on finals on land. We won 4-1 like, you know, super entertaining series, I would say. Like that was one of the most have like probably the most fun I've ever had playing COD was that series. But yeah, just like one thing is just structure and just avoiding complacency for me. is kind of one of the huge things that I 
kind of you know focus on like structure is when you're getting to the top and then when you're at the top is getting rid of any like complacency or i don't have to try as hard because i'm at the top so that's kind of how i go about it but and i and i'm helping emmy any way i can watching him he's doing a great job so far i mean it's fun and you guys have only been practicing for what, like a couple months a couple weeks now yeah it's been about three weeks three weeks yeah so yeah. i mean you guys are off to a great start you can tell that you guys are one of the better teams in the league for sure too so yeah yeah um, and i think watch. that's a i think that's a blessing for me um having players who know how to play the game right mm -hmm. i mean because it's one thing you know coaching uh one-on-one -on -one, like private coaching because that focuses a lot more on fundamentals and like understanding the game right but mm -hmm. you know as a coach who's coaching a whole team i don't have the luxury to go individually with all five of my players and kind of do that with them so i'm kind of relying on them um to put in the hours um and when we show up to practice kind of show what they can do and mm. i'm just I, I kind of understand coaching for me like at least coaching a team as like kind of the energy giving the energy right and and jaron is definitely an advocate of that like if Aww. you watch any of his streams he always brings the energy no matter what and it's um and it's a really uh, for me it's a crucial point of coaching because you know you're talking about being complacent when you get to the top and mm -hmm. you know i i think at one point pv kind of got there um because although we didn't make it to the top we got second place and we thought hey second place is good like i'm happy with where we're at and i think that's like one of the worst things you can think mm -hmm. um just because like you kind of lose the motivation right mm -hmm. the motivation goes and then you know, the coaches' energies fall and they're like, oh, you guys know what to do, whatever, do your thing. You know, I think it's just really important, like, especially when you're at the top is like really to just push your players to the limits and keep them fighting. And I think rivalry is a great way to make that happen. Mm -hmm. um, Paradise Valley and Chandler Gilbert in the esports scene has definitely had that rivalry for a long time. Bro, you should and, have heard my pregame speech when we played them online, I, bro. I was like... You know, yeah, of, I think it's said a lot of mean words about about Chandler, but I love really all the guys important. at Chandler. It's really important, um, and you know, like even if it's rivalry between players, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's even a healthy way to have motivation, just because you know, if players are fighting for their spot, they're going to try harder. Mm -hmm. As simple as that. Um, I, you know, not having any subs on my team is a little bit hard to like kind of push that sense of like, Hey, your spot could be taken. Like you need to work. It's kind of hard to do that. Um, but you know, I'm trying, I'm trying, uh, everything I possibly can in my first semester so that, you know, when hopefully if next semester comes in, I'm still a coach, then I have some sort of structure that I can, that I can kind of put in. But, uh, how do you think like, so like esports is kind of weird with practice, right? Because like, the best thing I think you could do is play games and watch your replays, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you think, like, what what was kind of, like, different from your practices that you think kind of made the difference? Uh, Well, I, first of all, like, to preface, I think that practicing for different esports is really different. Like, COD and Halo practice for me, because, like, those are the two games that I kind of mainly play at a really high level, like... Those two are kind of played the same. Halo's a little bit different, uh, but but COD is kind of the one I'm more well-versed in. I think practice is different how you go about it. I think the ideologies of, like, being on time, having a really good structure, doing the same things, players knowing what their expectations are, working through mistakes. But I think kind of for me, and especially in a Call of Duty sense, like, we would get on, you know, we would have practice was normally 7 to 9. But in reality, practice was 6.30 to 10. 
ish like get on at 6 30 because we're shooting bots we're all warming up we're kind of getting ready kind of a little bit even talking about what we want to kind of focus on during the day if there's a you know a hill setup that we don't like a hill that we cannot break like when we get trapped out of it kind of what we do on a certain spawn or maybe an snd strat that we're going to talk about talking about that before we go into uh kind of the games and then yeah like you kind of talked about a little bit earlier was another thing for me is like energy don't lose the energy ever with your team, whether that's a practice, a game, anything. I think energy is the most important thing. It's feeling like you can always win is, I think, one of the big parts of how I kind of ran it. Um, and so, and like, so with energy comes with like vibes and all that. So yeah, like vibes for me is like we can disagree or be upset about something that happened during practice or or you know think that someone made a bad play. But we are not going to talk about it in the middle of a game. We can talk about it the second the, the victory or defeat screen hits. We can talk about it right after that. But in game, I want like 100% effort, 100% focus on like what's at hand. Nothing about the past, nothing about the future. And everything that's on your mind right now, kind of shutting everything off and just focusing on what you have ahead of you, I think is, is really important. Uh, for practice and then yeah like we would put in extra hours right we would get off and we would either play rank play or like watch vod back you know a lot of times we didn't really have vod because we didn't really have a coach when we played so we would just play rank play or even just talk about what we think could gone better um yeah and i also think like what you touched on this a little bit earlier is being blessed to have players right at, at, at this level that are good and talented and understand the game and want to be good because that's something at the collegiate level that you don't really get to decide like at the collegiate level, your teammates are whoever can go to your school that's good at the video game. Like, you don't really get to choose your teammates. You can't really, I mean, you can recruit in a sense, but you can't really, like, you know, pick anyone you want. You know, location is a big factor. All that kind of stuff is a big factor. So I was super blessed to have teammates that really wanted to be good. Like, Mark was one of the most competitive people I've ever had. Like, he always, me and him in practice, we're just, like, digging at each other. Like, you know, we would, whoever had the most, more kills than the other, just, talk talk shit to them the whole time baseless is just raw talent like skill like i had him on my teams for a long time um and hunter he was just dedicated as like you know very punctual always on time never late always would stay extra always would go super hard try his best so i think that's kind of i, I was really lucky and fortunate enough to have three really good players that kind of all had a really good mindset um and i have that at gcu as well my teammates you know they have pretty good mindsets we've been working to get better so i think i'm kind of fortunate enough to have that but i think yeah energy is a big part of it being punctual you know focusing on practice and practice only i think is a really big really big thing too so yeah I'll yeah and that. um I mean, for me, it's like uh, a big part of practice is like, how do I keep things interesting, right? Yeah. Because, you know, when you do the same thing every day, when you have the structure, when you do the same thing every week, you know, mm -hmm. your players start to lose, you know, that focus, that, you know, motivation to keep on going, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think I found something that has helped at least my team. And it's kind of like um, being in the present and letting them make decisions for themselves. Yeah. Right? Um, like I'm always there. Don't get me wrong. I'm always there to give my input. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to instill this structure in a team that will think for themselves. And so whenever we make a bad play or whenever we get out of game and we think we did bad or we played bad or we played well, even I always ask for the input of every single one of my players. Right. Yep. Because we all see the game differently. No matter what game we play, we all see games. We all see the game that we play differently. And um, I think it's really important that other people understand 
especially your teammates, understand what you're thinking in the moment so that they can help you without having to have that communication. It's almost like um, like a, a form of building chemistry, right? If you understand yeah. what your players do and if you understand what your teammates do, you no longer have to have that verbal aspect. You can just do it. You can just go ahead, right? Um, and I think that's one thing that um, we didn't have before and it's new and people are kind of scared to give their input um, in the beginning and uh, maybe people are shy or they're nervous that they might be wrong. And I think it's really important to just get input from every one of your players because they can all give you something to see the game differently. And I always think I always see that as a benefit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that too. That's kind of one thing I'm working on with more of the offbeat team. At, at, at PV, we kind of have always had that of like, we kind of had a structure. We all played the game pretty similarly. Like, and, and at the end of the day, we had Faceless, who was kind of, you know, the most talented, kind of smartest player that we had. Of like, we were unsure he would tell us kind of what the probably the best play is. Megan, most of the time, he's going to be right. So, but that's one thing I'm working on with the offbeat team is kind of, I have a game, like, I have a game plan in my head and I, you know, I've been playing COD a lot longer and a lot harder than all of these players. So I kind of have an idea of what I want to do, but I also don't want my other players to feel unheard or, you know, like they can't make a mistake or like they can't have input on, Hey, I would actually rather do this. I would feel more comfortable and we can test that out and see if that works. I think, and, and kind of leading off of that, bouncing to the mental aspect of esports. I think honestly, when you get to a level like, that we are kind of at where you're, I mean, we're not playing, we're not signed to big orgs or anything like that, but we are kind of at a higher echelon of competition. Like it's hard to win even in the MCEL. Like there's, there has been two this past season that we played for PV COD. We, there was three really good teams in the league. Like I know for league, you guys have had a few good teams for a long time. Yeah. Like we're playing pretty high competition and, and mental is probably, I would say 70% of esports at this point because not only is it like your mood and your vibes, but it's also how you think about the game, your critical thinking skills. And like at, when you get to this level that we're playing at and above, people know how to play the game, right? Like people can like for COD, for example, people shoot straight. Everyone moves the same. Like and there's no real, there's, there's a little bit of a gap there. There can be, but it's not a big one. So it's super mental and kind of, you know, emotionally mental and kind of like, Thinking about the game, critical thinking, I think, is a, is a big part of it, too. So, Yeah, and it's, it's, um, it, it's weird because you have players who, who take things mentally differently, right? Yeah. They exactly. react in different ways. You know, some players get quiet when they're upset, and some people vocalize it when they get upset, right? Yeah. And so it's kind of, you kind of have to find this, um, you kind of have to be personal with your players, right? Mm -hmm. And really understand what gets them riled up, yeah. or what makes them happy, or what gets them focused or what makes them upset right mm -hmm. and i think understanding that is really big part of it because i completely agree with that esports is definitely more than half mental um mm -hmm. and i think just sports in general have a very high mental game especially at the professional level the collegiate yeah. level a lot of it, it just comes down to do you believe that you can actually do it yeah right and if you don't it makes things a lot harder and yeah. um and it's kind of um it kind of goes into like one of the things that i believe like it, i think it's really good if you start a season out strong right if you start the season with a win because i think it raises that mentality immediately mm -hmm. um and i still think you can come out of it um starting the season with a loss like we just 
I was going to say, how, does, how do you feel? Because you guys, obviously, yeah, yeah. week one did not go how you planned it to. Right. But... Um, we just started out the season with the loss, and we played against the best team in the, in the league. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was always a factor of we could either win and this could be the great, like this would be like, okay, we just beat the, the best league in the team, like the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. Now we just have to keep on doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, we just lost, but we played against the biggest team in the league. Mm-hmm. So let's get back on track. Right. Yeah. And I, and I kind of, I'm grateful for the loss and I'll, yeah. I'll say this. Um, I think the loss showed us how unprepared we were. Yeah. And it kind of showed us that the practice that we have been doing didn't do much for us. Yeah. Right? And it kind of led me to be able as a coach to say, hey, we're scrapping this whole idea. We're just going to do something new. Right. Yeah. And um, I've em- I've employed a lot of the a lot of the tips and a lot of the um, the structure that Jaron has put into his winning his winning COD teams. And I feel really good because I think I finally got my players motivated again. Yeah. It feels like we haven't been motivated in three seasons, and I think we're finally getting back to that level, and I'm really happy to see yeah. that. You know, I can tell that it seems like you guys are kind of all head down, like, let's just grind it out, kind of, what are, what are we doing next? Like, what's the next step? Because clearly we, we, we're, you know, Monday happened, like, or what was it? It's last Monday now, but Monday happened, now it's time to just move through, get through it, like, get yeah. over it, kind of keep going. So oh, that's kind of one thing that... I kind of started out with this past this uh what was it fall 2023 season is we played Phoenix College at the beginning of the year and they had some new new young guns that we had never played before never even really seen before and and they're a good team they were really solid um and so that was to be my undefeated season because we never had one we'd always lost to Chandler Gilbert like I think we were legit I think I went 0 and 4 0 and 5 against Chandler Gilbert in the regular season and then have never lost them in the in the playoffs but like so we really wanted that like me and Hunter and Mark we were like we want the undefeated season we've never had and never had like a perfect record like we were just the best never lost one game and and first week of the season uh, last last fall it immediately we got 3-0'd. like I like I remember losing I had a 1v2 round 11 in map 2 and I killed the first kid and I died to the second kid I'll never scars me for life but it was just really unfortunate and, and kind of the dream crushed immediately. And then we go, we bounce back next week, we get a win against kind of one of the, one of the worst teams in the league. And then we played Chandler Gilbert lost to them again. And I was like, Oh my God. And that just started the fire. I literally drew up. I wish, hold on. I might even share my screen for this. I legit drew up a complete playbook for our team that's how pissed off i was that we lost i legit had every map every hill everything we could have used to like be successful and and made sure that we were like functioning i just wanted like a well-oiled machine from from there i'm gonna try and find it and share my screen and see if i can find it if not it's all good but yeah so we i had that and that kind of sparked something in me oh yeah it's right here to kind of keep it moving but yeah it was I think bouncing off of losses, losses are a really good way to kind of keep keep yourself going um, and kind of realize that, you know, keep yourself grounded, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Like, keep yourself grounded in a way. Yeah, I have it right here. Uh, dude, this is comedy. Holy, holy crap. Let me try and... Yeah, let me do this. Yeah, this is what losses have inspired my crazy ass to do before. Uh, in this, so I legit had 
you know, hard point, good side break. This is our first break, right? We kind of suck with all these breaks and stuff throughout, but oh my God, why did my Discord just do that? Um, yeah, so we, this is something that I think losses. Like, look at that. Like, I'm writing simple. Round one means no trophies. Like, they don't have a trophy because we just spawned. They haven't earned one yet. Like, these are our S&D strats going into the playoffs and everything. And kind of that's something that I think comes with really good leaders. Like, you know, being able to... All right, I'll stop that now. But being able to kind of bounce off losses and get motivated and, like, not take it as, like, breaking you down, but kind of motivating you to go forward. Um, and I think that's something that, that you guys are going to do a really good job of because I can already see it from how you started. Yeah, I mean, um, playing because I played sports when I was younger, right? Like, I was a big tennis player. And being a tennis player, you're by yourself. Yeah. Right? Unless you're playing doubles, of course, but playing singles, it was all about you. Yeah. And you couldn't blame much. Mm -hmm. The only thing you could blame was if a player, if your opponent was making bad calls, but then you call over a referee and it's still all on you, right? Yeah. And so I think for me, going through that, being alone, playing alone, losing alone, kind of changed my way of seeing losing as a team. Mm -hmm. right? Because you'd lose alone and you'd have to sit with yourself. And you'd have to sit with yourself and you'd have to tell yourself, I'm not good enough, I need to get better. And some people quit from that, right? Sometimes it's too yeah. much. And um, I think for me, at one point, I did. At one point, I just stopped enjoying that feeling, and it kind of mm -hmm. drew me away from from playing the sport. But I think the things that I learned from it, right, having to bounce back, yeah, you know, having to realize that you you can get better. Mm -hmm. And that there is a way that you can beat these people was really important for me um, in in esports today because you know not only am I you know if we lose it's not it's not on it's not on me anymore it's you know we lose as a group we win as a group everything yeah. that happens happens together yeah and I, that's why I love the these this scene man I love the esports scene I think. It's you a know, addicting, bro. It's yeah, addicting. If you find a if you find a group of people oh my who, God. You really, who you really enjoy playing a game with and are all serious and are willing to get better, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Just yeah. having that. It feels yeah. so good. How many bad days of practice or like even when we would lose in regular season, even though it didn't matter that much, like we like I would specifically take it really, really hard. Like I it was like the world ender for me. Like it wasn't the world ender. I knew it was okay and I was gonna keep going and we were gonna push and it was only gonna motivate me to be better. But like I think, you know, again, we're talking about the mental side. Like that's just something that's addicting. And then coming back from that, going on land, knowing that we were gonna like come back and win that series when we did, like that's one of the best feelings ever of like I overcame the odds that I previously could not and now we're here and we and we overcame that. And that was something that's just like super super enjoyable and like makes you want to keep playing it's addicting it's like competing for me is so addicting like i can't stop because it's just so fun it brings out a lot of positive and negative emotions it kind of a lot it also kind of teaches yourself about about yourself kind of yeah it's kind of like therapy you know it really like, is competing is like therapy <laughs> yeah 
and I, and I have real therapy and I talk to my therapist <laughs> about competing <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, it's all I can think about. I'm like, so tell me like, what's going on with me, man? Like, cause that's what I love to talk about. And she's like video games. And I'm like, I love that. I'm I like, love that. yeah, video games, but like, think of it as a sport. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I just, yeah. Esports fan is just so addicting. Like it's just the best thing ever. Yeah. And I think we're in a really good spot in esports because it's so it's growing so quickly. And oh, like, yeah. dude, the prize pools are getting crazy. Like people are making so much money off of esports. Organizations, players, contracts mm-hmm. are getting absurd. Yeah. You know, like we're thankful it, enough to have had scholarships for yeah, competing at right. PV. For like we've gotten at- paid to play. Like I, it's crazy. Like Absolutely. Like I remember during last spring, they were like, yeah, we're giving you the max scholarship we can give. And I was like, I was just so happy that like something that you love so much can grow into something like that. Where like I was legit getting paid by my school to play Call of Duty for them. Like that's just like if you would have told me that when I was like 13, 14, I thought you were crazy. Like you're, my school's paying me to play video games. No way. And, and so it's just crazy to think about. And you know it's cool because like now that colleges are providing money for for kids who are really good at these games, mm-hmm. you know, I I feel like we're gonna get away from this idea of video games are bad for you. You know, it's gonna yeah, be like, finally. hey, video games can lead into a career. Yeah, seriously, a, a very well paying career. Yeah, and sure, it's it's like sports. You know, you have to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. But just like sports, if you put in the hours, you know, you can absolutely make it happen. Yeah, uh, that actually brings me to a to another question. How supportive were your parents uh, in like you playing a lot of video games or, or competing or doing whatever? I know, like, did you ever compete like in anything league before PV or anything like that? Um, so my background with uh video games is very interesting. I was brought into video games. Tell me the whole thing. Games. I want to know the whole story. Just yeah, okay, go back cool. from the start. So, like, go back from the start. Tell me the whole thing. I want to hear all of it. You know, when I was a kid, um, I'd always watch my uncle play, you know, th- he'd play League of Legends, he'd play, you know, like Batman Arkham, the, the yeah. trilogy, that game. Yeah. I loved watching that stuff. Um, but, you know, so I was brought into, like, kind of, I was brought into video games in the, in the eyes of, like, RPGs, uh-huh. right? So everything I watched was RPGs, everything I looked at was RPGs, and, I, and it's funny because I never played them, because I didn't enjoy playing them. Yeah. That was just me. I enjoyed playing as a kid. I enjoyed playing FPSs. I'd always play CSGO. CSGO was my shit. Yes, CS, you know, bro. Played, so much fun. I played Halo Reach. I played Black Ops 2. Let's go. You know, Best video I game play, of all time, Black Ops 2. Shout out. I played the, I played the classics, right? And um, it's interesting because as I grew older, I got away from the FPS scene. And, and it wasn't even because I stopped enjoying it. It was just because I wanted to focus on school. And that was yeah. the decision I decided to make for myself. And so... You know, when I started college, at this point, I, w- I wasn't playing really much of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing league casually, very casually. It was yeah. my second year playing league casually. I played like, I had a group of four other guys that we'd play ranked and we'd fuck around. Nothing serious, right? Were you bronze or and iron I, or I silver? Was silver. Silver? I was silver yeah. at the time. Yeah, he was I was silver around. At the time. He wasn't going I remember, hard. I was not <laughs> playing the game at all, right? And um, I went to SEC, and I don't remember who told me about esports, but someone at SEC, and I, I wish I remembered because I want to go up to them and thank them mm-hmm. for giving me the greatest opportunity I've had in college this whole time so far. Yeah. Um, 
and uh but someone told me at sec that there's esports and i so i hopped on the discord and you know i signed up for league of legends knowing that i was not good and i remember putting in my application because it said what rank are you i said silver i'm not good <laughs> right i said that exactly silver i'm not good um but it's you know sec didn't have scott still didn't have a team mm-hmm. so paradise valley picked me up mm-hmm. They're like hey you can join us and i was like oh no i'm gonna get demolished i'm probably <laughs> not even gonna make weirdo. the roster yeah right so during this like week to a month that i had to prepare myself for like what would be going down at paradise valley I grinded the game so much, like Hard? six, eight hours a day. Oh my god! Every day, I didn't care about my grades anymore. I was just like, I got to get on this team. You know, I really want to play competitively. And at this point, you know, I quit tennis in high school. You know, that was my senior year was my last year playing competitive tennis, and I really needed, like, I had an itch for competitiveness. I love being competitive about everything I do, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said, this is, I, you know, I was thinking this is the greatest opportunity for me. And uh, so, you know, I was not good. <laughs> I went in the tryouts. <laughs> I went in the tryouts, and it's funny because I went into tryouts expecting someone to like compete for my spot. And they said, "Hey, we need a jungler. What do you play?" I'm a jungler. Oh, that's awesome! You're on the team. Wait, what? You tell me, I just grinded. wait. You said that like, to you, Josh? Yeah, yeah. Josh, oh my god! I was like, you tell me, I just like grinded out for like a month just to be put on the roster, like, and you know, like a part of me was really happy because you know I'm part of a team now, like that's yeah, super cool, that's you know, sick. like, and it's and it's cool to like to go back to your question of support. Yeah, my parents know I take things very seriously. Yeah, and so when I told them, hey, I'm joining the esports team, uh, we we play competitive League of Legends. They were 100% on board. Um, and That's I think awesome. I'm very lucky for that because they obviously didn't grow up with that. They grew yeah. up with video games are bad for your brain. Like Video games means you're, you're a nerd. You're going like, to be an idiot. Yeah. Like, like, get off yeah. the video games, you know? Yeah. And I think I was just very lucky because I did have complete full support. And it, and it helped me a lot because I feel like if I didn't have that support, I wouldn't have been here. I, w- I wouldn't be here at all. Um but you know, I, even at one point, I was striving to be a professional League of Legends player, oh, and yeah. my my father suggested that I should live in Korea for a year because that's where the best of the best plays. And you know, at first I was like, "Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, I should go to Korea." And I kind of thought about it, and I was like, "You know, if this doesn't work out, I'm kind of screwed." <laughs> like if I stuck in Korea, I up, yeah, dude. <laughs> if I take up a year of school to go to Korea and it doesn't work out, like what am I gonna do, right? So I decided not to, but you know, now I'm here coaching. So yeah, what about you? Did you have support? Like, what was your situation? dude? I was gonna say that's sick that your parents supported you. Mine did not like that shit at all. And that's I don't like, wanna, two different perspectives. I know, like, I don't want to like bash <laughs> on my parents. I love them. They're definitely more understanding now. I mean, they still. I don't think they really like. Like, they tell me that they like are okay and they're like supportive they don't like that i do this stuff i think they're just worried that i'm just in my room playing video games all day but yeah i mean my story is kind of i mean dude it's kind of hilarious because we have completely different stories how we started so i so i was born here in arizona and i moved around a lot uh well, not a lot like i've lived in two other places but like they've uh, across the country different places so i moved to washington dc 
when I was 13 and I had no friends who lived in the city. I'd never lived in a city before. And, and so all I had was this Xbox 360 and I didn't know how to connect it to the internet. And literally I was like, I had to buy an ethernet. I was so, I was the dumbest 13 year old ever. I didn't know I could just go on. And I literally thought about this like four, maybe five years ago. I could have just went onto the settings and connected it to the Wi-Fi. But I was so dumb, and I like didn't understand. I was going to buy things on Amazon to make the internet work. But basically, so I didn't. And all I had was Xbox 360. I had no friends. I didn't, like, I didn't know anyone there. And we moved right at the start of the summer. And so when you, when you go to school here in Arizona, school ends in like May, and you start yeah. in August. August, And yeah. in, uh, on the East Coast, you end in like June, July, and you start in September. So I ended school in Arizona in May. We moved probably May or like really early June. So I had till September to do nothing. I had no friends, like nothing. So I sat in my room and I played Black Ops 2 against bots because I was too stupid to connect the Xbox to the internet. So I didn't play online. I just played bots. And I remember like YouTubing like competitive Call of Duty videos. And like it was like I was like and from that moment I was addicted. I just like watched like scumpy and crim six and like everyone play and i was like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen and so infinite warfare came out it was that year like infinite warfare mwr so i bought it with my own money i was so hype i like i played it so much and i remember like the first time i played eights i got smoked i went like 10 and 35 i was like 13 years old it's like can't shoot straight or anything and i was horrible and and so i was remember just grinding and my parents were like dude, are you okay? Like, all you talk about is, like, Call of Duty and, like, playing video games. And 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 so they were, like, really concerned. And kind of fast forward a little bit, you know, in Call of Duty, you can't really compete until you're 18. Like, you can play. And I played in, like, a bunch of different tournaments. But so when I turned 18, it was during Cold War, and I started really grinding and playing a lot. And then I get to PV kind of later on. I graduate high school, get to PV. And, and I remember I hated going to school. Like, I hated going to college. And I was like, this is, like, the dumbest thing ever. And I felt like... I was just like, I'm just get out here, like, going to class, just super boring working, and, like, I have nothing to, like, focus on or do outside of school and work. And I remember one of my teachers, I don't even remember her name, but one of my teachers told me, there was like, oh, yeah, if you guys are interested in esports, we have that here. And I was like, you have what? And they were like, yeah, I was like, do you guys have Call of Duty? They are like, yeah, we have Call of Duty. Talk to Ryan. And I was like, no way. So I hit them up, started competing. That's when I kind of got on the team and got on all that. But, yeah, my parents... They were not, they do not care for it at all. Like, I mean, they're a, more supportive now that I've kind of showed them like, hey, I got a scholarship to play. And like, you know, I went to a, tur- I went to a land tournament and like I won it. And like, I've won the league like three years and like three seasons in a row. Like, so they kind of understand. I was like, I'm going to GCU to play Call of Duty. Like they want me on their Call of Duty team. Like I've word has been passed around about me. Like that's crazy to think about. And and so, and they're just like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. And I think they're kind of, they don't, they're not really big fans of it, but I always think that's interesting when you talk to players. Like I was, I'm not going to say like, I was so different in a way that like my parents, when I was, you know, younger set like time limits on my, like, my video game playing. And I always joke with my mom. I'm like, mom, if you never set time limits on my stuff, I'd be the greatest Call of Duty player of all time. Like I literally, I literally be on main stage right now in the CD. I'll be the greatest ever. Yeah, like, I've got to play for one hour a day. And I was like, and I was still this good. And you could like, imagine how good I would have been if you let me be a, de- like a delinquent and play all night. And like be like a terrible human, but like be really good at COD. So I always mess with my mom about that. But yeah. So they were super not supportive. I love like talking to players and like asking how like 
even if it's not Call of Duty, anything about how like they think about their parents think about it because it definitely like shapes how you see esports and play and like continue about going about if you have a career or if you just play for fun or like things like that. See, I always find that kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird because like you know my my parents are like I'm first generation. My parents come from Argentina. Mm-hmm. They came here with legit nothing and they started business. It's like American dream story, right? Yeah. Like we live great now. I yeah. would say the best, but we live we live great here, right? Mm-hmm. Um and it's cool because um there's like some scientific thing that's like fifty percent of first generation kids or whatever are successful, something like that. Some mm-hmm. some stupid statistic like that, right? But um you know, I was kind of thinking like I was kind of thinking like how how lucky really am I? Yeah. You know, like how lucky did I get? Yeah. You know, with my genetics. <laughs> I'm a goat know, te- tennis player. Like, not- <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but like with my genetics, with my family, you know, yeah. like my mom's a hairstylist. I get free haircuts. Like that's blessed. Yeah. You know, my dad's a tennis coach. I got free tennis lessons. Blessed. Yeah. You know, my brother's a physical therapist. Free massages. Blessed. You know, like, <laughs> let's go, dude. You know, like how lucky am I? Yeah. You know, that's awesome. And I think, I think I got real i think i got a real good life oh no um, me too i'm i i love my parents for the record i don't want to like i don't want to create this image that i'm like bashing them though they did not let me play video games and we're totally not down with it like i'm gonna put that out there but they're awesome and they're supportive in a lot of other things and they're great in in other ways so yeah they're awesome but yeah i think it's yeah, it's, it's cool though because you see like some of these pro players who you know had a potato of a pc or they got their first console when they're like 18 and they ended up becoming pro because of how much dedication yeah. they put into it. Right. Like even if your parents do set a time limit on mm-hmm. your games, I bet if are you, you telling like, me that I failed right now, are you telling me that I did not work hard? No, cause you, cause you can <laughs> still make it fool. That's what we're trying to do with Obby, bro. We're going pro. Yeah. Right? It's going to happen. We're like, well, cause once the CDL falls, we're going to be back to open events, dude. We're going to be, we're going to be, that's our late. time, bro. Yeah. That's, that's our, our time. time. We'll be on main stage. I'm going to be up there. Screaming no, but, um, at, I'm going to be up there screaming at phase. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm going to be up there screaming at you. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no but uh no it's cool because like you get these stories of like yeah my parents are 100 supported me they gave me the money like and then you get these players who are like yeah i had no equipment you know i had to play in my garage like i had yeah, to play yeah. in my basement you know and it's cool that you get these these stories because like you know at the end of the day you guys can accomplish the same things yeah somehow some way it yeah happens. somehow it happens bro everyone has a story i think it's really interesting like i'm like to kind of preface i'm super addicted to like the cod scenes like i know all the players i know everyone in the challenger scene like i love learning about them and like you know finding out like what they're about i'm like the cod historian i remember one time we were at a party with nick and like tyler and i was like nick i dare you to quiz me on any cod trivia i'll get it right and he was like okay i was like i'll bet you ten dollars didn't i get a single one wrong i was like nope that's my shit like i love it and so i love learning about like 
you know, even professional stories, like there's a lot of great stories out there of like people who's had super supportive parents that are like over the top supportive. And I think that's awesome. And you have parents, people who are like, yeah, I'm honestly playing video games to like spite my parents and like show them that like this was a career and that like they didn't believe in me and like I could do it. And like you got some people right, right there in the middle. But yeah, I think it's it, it, it's an interesting thing. But you know, kind of jumping off of the esports talk, I know we just went heavy into the esports. I think, I mean, our yeah, backgrounds are esports, so like, yeah, this is our thing. Yeah, so that's this is going to be like to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll, we'll talk we, about it for days. Yeah, we could go on forever. We kind of want to talk about a little bit, kind of just taking initiative because I think one thing, like I was telling you guys my story about how I kind of got started with esports at PV, and like genuinely, I hated going to school. And I think it's one thing is when you take initiative of like i i kind of heard about esports and i kind of took the opportunity of like hey you can be the cod captain since like no one else is on the team even like and i took it and i kind of just sprinted away with that thing like i was gone so i think one thing that like is really important to us is kind of just taking initiative and that's something that like i'm pretty bad at taking initiative when it comes to things that i'm like anxious about or like you know don't really want to do but when it comes to things that you're really passionate about and like want to get better or do you know and, and be successful that's one of the things that i think i can i can do a great job of and i think you know whether at pv or at other places like taking initiative and kind of controlling your your kind of destiny and where you want to go and what you want to see yourself as is really important to us and and i think that's kind of another thing we're kind of showing through offbeat as like we think we could create some really entertaining content and like going you know hopefully going crazy places and like doing doing lots of awesome stuff like we think that we kind of have the mind for it so i kind of wanted to bounce off your ideas of kind of you know taking initiative and kind of what you how how your perspective on it basically no yeah so um i kind of like the point that you made about you know um like controlling your own destiny like you know, you're the only person who has control over yourself. No one can really force you to do anything. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, like before 18, your parents have control over you. But, yeah. you know, I mean, like when you kind of have, you know, like if you want to choose going to college or like choose working full time, it's up to you, right? You at the end of the day, make that choice. And I think the best thing you can do is find your passion and and take it and run with it like Jaron did with esports. Yeah. You know, and w whether that mean, you know, contact people who are in that industry or, um, you know, getting into a college that has that program and putting yourself in a leadership position. I think it really helps you get your foot in the door. And I think this world runs on connections. And the mm -hmm. best way to make connections is to do everything. If you yeah. show up to everything, people will know who you are. Right. Yeah. And like Jaron said, you know, that's kind of like what we want to do with Offbeat. We kind of want to be those people. Yeah. Like, we think we can do it. So we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. End of story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hi. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Good hype. Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. like, you know, and like anyone can do that in any part of their life. Um, Whether it be, you know, if you want to lose weight or, you know, if you want to. Well, don't take shots. If you like want to. I'm a little chunky right now. I gotta gotta lose some LBSs, but no, you're good. No, but you know, like if you want to be more active, you know, if you want to be a professional, you know, esports player, if you want to be a professional sports player, if you want to be a writer, if you're really passionate about something, you know, just try to get your foot in the door. Really, like take as many opportunities as possible, and it's gonna get hard. 
and you know it's gonna feel like you know i've done everything and there's nothing more for me to do but there's always something more that you can do yeah um you know and for me as i'm getting to the end of my college um my college journey i'm trying to figure out a way to keep on pushing forward and uh i think for me offbeat is gonna be that um and if it isn't i'll find something else yeah but uh you know yeah good like that's I love that. That was inspirational. Like, I live by that shit. I'm feeling fucking motivated right now. I'm about I, live, to, I have a scrim. I, by that I have shit. a scrim in like eight minutes, or not eight minutes, in like thirty minutes. Boom. I'm gonna go out there and fry now, dude. I Show them all this podcast episode. Yeah, I know, right? Just play this before. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it for the first episode, guys. We appreciate you all watching. Uh, I will say that one's definitely a little bit more formal. I think than kind of the other ones are going to be for sure. Yeah, like, I definitely don't expect structure. Yeah, we're not going to be like this the whole time. <laughs> like we have planned that because we've been planning this out for you know month like a month probably. Like I've been yeah, doing yeah. this last week especially. I've been working my ass off to do graphics, get fucking players, everything, get ready, like get the socials ready, do all this stuff. So this one was definitely more planned out and kind of strategic and how we wanted to go about it. So definitely don't expect this from us. It's going to be more laid back and more fun. For sure, like in future episodes and in the future content. So don't expect us to be all, you know, all serious and like all <laughs> yeah, that. Really. Yeah. But Emmy, any any last things you want to say to the pod before we kind of hog off? This is the first off. This is history right here. This is the first offbeat video ever made. Ever made. Yeah, ever man. Made. I mean, hey, I'll say this. If you're watching this and you enjoy who we are and what we do, um, consider if following you don't, us. Yeah, on you're socials. going to. So lock the fuck in. Okay. That's right. Follow us on socials. Uh, yeah. They'll be up soon. We're going to post them in descriptions. They're yeah, going to be everywhere. You're going to see them everywhere. We're going to be on like seven different platforms. We're going to be everywhere. You won't miss us at all. Um, but uh, shout out to Jaren for, for making nah, this shout possible out to today. You, bro. Shout out to you. Shout out, shout out to the Offbeat COD team for for playing like fucking maniacs and Hell destroying yeah. everything you see. Hell yeah. Shout out to Paradise Valley for making this happen for real. Uh, and if we didn't meet our PV, this would not be a thing. So shout Seriously, out to them. Seriously, shout real. out. Um, that's it for me. Shout out, Ryan. I miss you. Shout out Make Ryan. sure he sees this. That's right. He's gonna. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, well said. I think, yeah, this definitely won't be as formal for <laughs> sure. But yeah. I appreciate all you guys watching. Stick around, man. We're gonna we have a lot of fun things coming down the pipeline. We already have a ton of video ideas, stream ideas. So make sure you guys stick around, man. It's gonna be a fun time. But man, it's been Jaren and Emmy representing Offbeat. Thank you guys for watching, man. Peace Later. out.